lip service. All right, we are so excited because... Okay, well, let me get started. It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Stephanie Santiago. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm L'Oreal. And we have a super extra, super duper special guest. Erica Alexander is here with us. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Great to have you. I didn't think she was so really going to do this because she came on um, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> and I was like, you know, we got to get you on Lip Service. And I don't know if she really 100% knew. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh. You know, but, but I'm glad to be here, actually. You know what I mean? I we feel are very so brave. excited to have you. Yeah. We are. I don't know. You guys are who I want to be, so I'll learn something. <laughs> no, we we're hoping to learn some stuff from you. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. Well, oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, Erica, I mean, you've had such an illustrious career. Oh, thank you. As an actor, producer, everything that you've been doing. Of course, everybody was excited that you were coming in here. Cousin Pam, Maxine from Living Maxine Single. Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. Made a lot of women want to become attorneys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still watch. I watch Living Single. Listen, I watch it in the morning. The it comes on in the morning right now. I watch it in the morning. It comes on, on at night. Yes, Do you watch it? No. I, I, I got my daughter. I, I have a 21-year-old daughter. I got her watching it. She loves it. Gigi, the fact that you say 21 daughter is, to me, fabulous. <laughs> no, I, no, no. The reason I don't watch it is when I catch it, I'm really happy to see it. I'll I'll let you know. I mean, but I think I was telling you on The Breakfast Club that uh, we didn't get to watch it as we were doing it all those years because we filmed on the same night that it would play. And the people did have VHS and you could record it, Mm -hmm. but you most likely you didn't. And by the time the network gave us all of the tapes, it just seemed like it was a tremendous strain to look at five years of, you know, shows. And by that time we were moving DVD, CDs and all this other stuff. Did you guys film in front of a live studio audience? We did. We did. It was like doing a live play every Every day. That's awesome. Oh, that's real days. acting. That's really well, you know, it's certainly discipline, and you had to have your memory, you know, really, you know, sort of geared up. And when you come out of high school, which most of us were coming out of high school, you you your brain actually functions that way because you're used to memorizing test answers mm-hmm. and all that. So Again, it's not a week such a later. big deal. It's just when you get older that that skill set you have right. kind of goes away, and you might panic a bit. But the truth is, it can be built up like a muscle, especially when you smoke. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Sometimes we're in the middle lie. of a conversation, and I'm like, "Wait, we're, 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 we're talking about all the time." I pick up my phone. I be like, "Who was I about to call?" All the time. I be having to pull my phone, phone right here. Like, where is my phone? Like all kind of stuff in my head. Like, yeah, it do be in your head. <laughs> all right. So, did you have a lot of groupies? Because I'm so <laughs> sure that back, you know, and even now, because everybody's always excited to see you, but. When everything was happening, did you have like a lot of dudes trying to holler at you just to get some clout? You know, I'd love to say that that was the case. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. And, you know, I wonder about that now. Looking back, I think I'm relieved, but I don't think I gave out that vibe at all. You know, some people think that you can play a character and the person equates the character to you. So they like Max and they like her, you know, her (laughs) strongness and all that. But then when they see you, they're not sure how to take you and mm-hmm. I think they were very afraid of Max right mm-hmm. they were very afraid of her dark skin her you know her her locks all that so when they see me that's what they give me sort of just like a little space and how are you doing and so I didn't get asked on dates at all mm-hmm. I didn't get proposed to nobody well you did my get butt, married though I got married my butt. I did how, did, you know, how did he approach you <laughs> right 
Well, you know, but I got married to the second man I ever dated. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, because I didn't date either. I'm a preacher's daughter, and sometimes you also take in, and I'm not very religious and wasn't then, mm-hmm. but sometimes what you do is you take in sort of a, a thing about sex and a promiscuous that it's going to kill your dreams and even kill you. I grew up in the 80s where you not you weren't getting venerities. You were going to die from AIDS. Oh, Lord. And then mm-hmm. all the girls that went to school, because I went to a school for girls, a high school for girls in Philadelphia, that uh, if you got pregnant at all or you got hemmed up with some man, it would absolutely divert you from the thing that they were training you for, which was to go into the world and make a difference. So you avoided sex Mm -hmm. and men. Like it was the plague. How did you learn about sex then? You know, my mother gave me a book and gave us all a book when we were younger and really showed us the mechanisms. I mean, it really didn't. I So I didn't have any, you know, I knew what sex was all about, but I didn't know what sexuality was about mm. and um, sort of giving yourself over to it and enjoying it. That, I think I learned like a lot of people off of looking at movies and films and TV and women talking about it. I look at the housewives now. I mean, I, I don't look at it all the time, but sometimes I'm so fascinated by mm-hmm. them and their their ability to be free like that. Right. There was no way that I could feel free enough to talk about half the things that they are just doing and not feel and this is with no disrespect like a whore. Right. And that's what lip service is kind of about. This mm-hmm. podcast is kind of like we got to have these discussions about sex because men are having sex. They can discuss it. It's not a problem. Women should be able to do the same thing. Now, let me ask you this, though, since we're talking about learning about sex. Do you remember the first time ever seeing like a porn um, I remember the first time I saw porn. Me too. Me too. I do too. <laughs> when you say porn, does it have to be paper and or like a porn movie, like action movie? Well, something that affected you, because I remember my first time seeing a porn movie. My parents had them like wow. hidden in the house on VHS. And I remember <laughs> me and my brother was looking through everything. You know how you go through all your parents' stuff? And we put the tape in. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I wish I could remember the name of the movie. What if it was your parents having sex? No, it wasn't. That would have been oh, no, devastating. Be it was not. It was a movie. Oh my God. But they was putting tapes. They recorded on tapes back in the day, right? Like VHS. they did not have a video camera. Well, my parents would have been oh, using Polaroids. Sorry, that certainly would have been happening. You know, the thing that affected me was my father, who I say was a preacher. I found some uh, Playboy magazines in a car. That's porn. And if well, it affected me because I would have gotten beaten for it. Right. And there was this man that again was preaching the sort of piousness and then to find this and, and it was, oh, wow. it was effect, yeah it yeah. affected me it sort of was telling me that he wasn't who he said he wasn't true mm. so, yeah it wasn't true right. I didn't know what to do with that at the moment but I was just sort of saying you're telling us you know he used to say keep your panties up keep your dilly dillies in your pants you know <laughs> that was his advice mm-hmm. to us but then here was all this all you know, craziness you know, people magazines. splitting their clitoris open and Ooh. all that oh my god yeah, I went yeah. Well, it was a shock <laughs> so that was effective by the time my yeah. first boyfriend who was a really great guy and I have to say was very gentle with me and and um and very encouraging mm-hmm. you'd always say oh no Erica you're sexy no you know what you're doing yeah Yo, oh you're good at everything you know <laughs> you didn't know what you were get doing. it girl know what yeah. Yeah. but he really yeah. made me feel good no that doesn't hurt yeah. Yeah. he showed me that he had porn and 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 I was like oh okay but because it was around him mm-hmm. it seemed like something that was a stimulant right not that it was anything that so was that was the weird. first time you were affected sexually um to porn but the first time you saw porn it affected you in a negative way like what is this mm, yeah yeah 
because again, they make everything around uh, having sex or being sexual at all like you're a demon. Bad. And mm-hmm. then to suddenly feel like, I mean, we couldn't even listen to secular music. He would say, oh, you're going to go to hell and all that. Oh, and I wow. mean, all the stuff you hear is stereotype. That's what we get. But then he would sing like Sam Cooke and he had a great voice and he would dance. But when it was a, when it was, he would flip the script and it would become complicated when somebody would try to play both sides and be a hypocrite. And that's hypocritical. Right. Was it different mm-hmm. for your brother than it was like for the, the girls in the family because I know they treat the guys different yes and in fact um, they were totally different Um, you know we had such a weird differentiation between boy and girl that my father would buy the girls baby roost and the boys butterfinger and we'd get pot pies and the girls would only get chicken and the boys would get beef what? You know, yeah, wow. yeah, it was like, yeah, boys needed beef and girls get got chicken and we got smaller. I mean, and smaller portions. Yeah. And, and, and wow. more, dainty things. more dainty things. But not only that, that if the better things would go to them mm-hmm. and, you know, and it made me for a long time. I mean, I hung around men because I thought they have all the good stuff. Right. And to this day, I feel maybe probably a little bit more comfortable around men. But I've been around so many strong women now right. that I feel, OK, no, no, I have I, I know where I am. Those are my people. And that's crazy because then you were on the show like Living Single where it's like Queen Latifah who's yeah. a strong, you know, woman in mm-hmm. the industry. And the women are comfortable around the exactly. men. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, that's what's crazy own. because that's like the total opposite of how you grew up. Yeah. Because y'all were the dominant in the show. You Absolutely. Know? And, uh, you were the dominant. Yeah. The dominant no, the, the women show. were the dominant <laughs> characters. The guys <laughs> right. were kind of like... You. With, Kind of, y'all kind of played the guys out a lot. Like you played Kyle out all the time. <laughs> um, Overton, uh, Overton. No, he was. Well, she was. That was definitely Sinclair or Overton. But they were everybody so that um, that Khadijah dated is she always? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would always be the dominant one too. That's true. So it's crazy how. It's extremely different from your life, but you played it so well. Well, that's mm-hmm. why it's a great fantasy to become an actress, to be all the things that you weren't allowed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. In fact, you, it was always in you to be these things, but here somebody's writing it for you, giving me permission to go and do it. And in do fact, it. the thing that you're seeing that I think works so well, because chemistry, we talked about this, I said it's hard to find. And when you find it, you should cherish it because not everybody fits together. And you have to find balance. Mm-hmm. But it came from the individuality. It was different from Dana, who grew up with a professor, I mean, uh, a teacher mother, right. God bless her, she just passed, and um, her father, who was a police officer. She's probably the most middle class of us all. Mm-hmm. And yet she was representing you know, the street. Mm-hmm. And I come and I grew up, I, I said, in a hotel called Starlight off of Route 66. And we were dumpster diving for cans mm-hmm. and jumping in. And that's how we made our money. Mm. And, you know, knocking on doors, asking for jobs, you know, taking out people's trash, Whoa. cleaning the McMillan building, the, the army bases. That's who we were. All right. So now that Eric Bellinger is here, we got Eric Bellinger. We got Erica Alexander here. Yeah. We were just talking about, like, how we grew up thinking about sex and you know, as women, I think it's different how we're taught about sex as it is for men. So do you remember the first time you learned about sex? I think it's different for women. I think it's different for men. I think it's different for Christians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I grew up mm-hmm. on some, what you say? That's what she was I just, saying. What you were just saying. The same thing. We vibing here. We were, yeah. meant, to it, right? we were meant to be together. It, was, it, wasn't even a, it wasn't even a talk. Thank you. You know, um, that birds and the bees talk, quote unquote. 
My parents uh, never taught me about sex. They didn't even get around to it. <laughs> I'm like, it I'm like you're supposed to at least tell me something. You know what I mean? But now, you know, growing up and, you know, having a son of my own and being in the, the real vibe of what it is, and especially now what it's progressed to over the years from even back then, now it's thrown around so loosely that it's like, mm-hmm. you got to say something quick. My right. son, three. I'm like, fam, check this out. <laughs> no, that's too young. <laughs> no, nah. no, nah, nah, nah. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like it's better to know you feel me? Just so that you're aware because it was so forbidden that I feel like that kind of harmed me a little bit. Right. In a sense. That's right. You can't act like things are so taboo because it makes you kind of weird about it later on in life. Exactly. Do you remember the first time you had sex? For sure. You remember, Erica, what that was like? Yes, I do. I do. I, again, I was my first boyfriend and he was very kind. And, you he know, was fact, kind. He was. <laughs> he was encouraging and, and it didn't feel like the first time I had sex because he'd already touched me in a gentle way. Mm-hmm. And so him sticking it in, it was deep for me because my father was a preacher. So I think. No pun in, intended. No doubt. <laughs> I was wondering. I was going to let him go because they always say I do too much with that. Lord, oh my God. I'm, I'm not letting let it go. So we have a lyricist in the room. I had to let that one go. He's going to provide meaning to everything me I say. Let's have some fun. Yo, this, is, this sucks. I actually don't like him here. Does it suck now? Uh, I was going to let it slide. I can't say anything. He was going to let it slide. But, uh, you know, it, it, but I think I was... After and I'd say after that point, I was feeling guilty because I had um, uh, I had disappointed God's expectation of me Mm -hmm. and I beat myself up over it. I started to have panic attacks. I started Mm -hmm. to uh, ask myself, um, uh, beg for forgiveness, but still do it. And then I realized I can't be a hypocrite because of what I told you earlier. My father, I thought was. So I told myself that I was going to give up religion in that way because I thought if I'm going to hell then a lot of people are we all are we all are Mm -hmm. and I'd rather be truthful to who I am and say well if he's going to put send me to hell for for giving love and you know receiving it then I guess I'm hell bound but I'm telling you that was always that was all during the Gulf War years and a lot of things were very existential Mm-hmm. And I was feeling very vulnerable. And uh, you, you think about your soul in those times mm. and in the afterlife. And so to me, sex wasn't just sex. It was who you were going to be and who God thought you were. Mm-hmm. What was your first time? How do you feel like about Eric? that now? Oh. Me? Yeah. How do you feel oh, I'm about over that it. now? She's over it. I'm that shit. Pass the gin and juice. I mean, you know, what do you want? The gin and juice. First of all, I don't think he should sit next to me because we're too much in the Golden rule. Golden rule. Uh, Dollface, literally, I think, I believe that you, um, that you, it's karmic and that I don't believe that that's what it was meant to, to do was to punish us. Right. And then I think that you punish yourself if you give um, so liberally that you don't respect yourself. That's different. Right. But if you're giving, you know what you're doing and the person's accepting and it's, uh, you know, and it's reciprocal. Respectful. Yeah. yeah. Then God bless you. And, and you know, and, 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 and you nothing can still bad be can in God's grace. Hey. Right? Amen. Amen. Because yeah. we all go to hell in this room. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to hell. Yeah, Stephanie, you're exactly right. I think, I think, Eric, what I was think your... even though I've had a baby without getting married and, you know, I've done a lot of things that, you know, probably the Bible wouldn't agree with in my lifetime but I still think I'm going to heaven I still think I'm in God's grace for forgiveness I don't and I don't continue to sin I don't you know I try we sin every day a little dick never hurt nobody I do depending on how big it was just being born I mean (laughs) grease it up yeah, grease 
it up. Yes. I mean, what do you no, want? No, I mean, I, I, I mean, said I smoke. I smoke, I smoke mean, right? Yeah. That's right. a sin. Yeah. Eric, you remember your first time? I smoke. Yeah. What back was that like? vibes. It was backseat vibes. <laughs> backseat wow. Was it her first time? Yeah. Oh no, she was a little older than me, but you know, I was I was really into I'm gonna wait until I get married vibe. Mm-hmm. That was what I was on. That was your vibe? That was my vibe. She was a senior though. So how did she talk you out of it? Oh, like, so you yeah. was three because you just said your son got to talk. No, no, nah, nah, so look, she was a senior. She was a senior, she was like, you know, it was prom. You know mm. And I was like, Man, you know what she got me with? What? We gonna get married anyway. Oh. Yeah. Oh. She gamed you. What in the she boys did. in the hood? She <laughs> you. Wait, what? What grade were you in? I was 11th grade. She was a senior. Okay, okay. She was a year ahead of me. She was about to leave. I got nervous. She was about to leave. That's 16 years old. That's not bad at all. So, yeah, she was I mean, it is bad. Bad. It is bad, but it's Clearly not. Because she was like, we going to get married No, she wasn't. She was. 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 Okay. It was like, we going to get married anyway. We was was in love. You feel me? At 16 and 17, it was our version of love. So, it was like, all right, you right. We going to get married. How long did that last? That's sweet. After y'all had sex, it was it over. Was, uh, I knew it. I it didn't work out. And I don't know why. I think we broke up for some for a crazy week. But we were so we were so young. Like it was like our parents broke us up for us. You know, so it was crazy. They didn't want you guys together. <laughs> it was, yeah, because they found out about all kind of crazy stuff to the point where my mom was like, "Yo, he's not good to be around your daughter." And her mom was like. She's not good to be around your son. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was crazy. I know. Mm-hmm. Loose. No, I'm I know. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Right. It was crazy. I don't I think, my first time having sex, I don't think we did it right. I think we were just like hunching and then I think he came and I was just <laughs> like, both virgin. In. Yeah, we were both virgins. <laughs> That's cute, G. I, I, I don't think we, to <laughs> we were both virgins and yeah. I don't think we really did it. Like to this day, my first time having sex was so. <laughs> was so we were still virgins when we finished. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. I don't think we really did it. Sex we attempted, but I don't think it really worked. No, and mine then, was so bad. I didn't have sex for two years after that. Ooh, it was that bad because I was like, "This is terrible." Yeah, Why do people I didn't like have this? a good time. My yeah. first time. Did it hurt? Is that what you? It mean? hurt, and it was quick. And then I bled, and then I felt mad different after. I was like, I remember walking around like, I'm not a virgin anymore. Oh, no. And then I, no, you know I what think the I lost about my it? virginity to a, a bicycle seat that was missing. See? Oh, I'm not see? kidding you. See? When I was young, I no, hit a bump. No. I just realized this, this gin and juice is bringing out a lot of things. <laughs> I was on a bike, and I was going up a hill, and went, Ugh! and it was that bicycle seat with no... <laughs> Just oh, the pole, so the pole yeah. and it went down, and I bled like a dog. Oh my god! Oh. I sure did, and that that like injured me so to the doctors. Painful. And I remember my father pacing and not letting my feet touch the floor, and um, them looking, and, and yeah, and uh, and then I had to sit on maxi pads. Oh. Wow, I haven't thought of this in a long time. Maxi pads, and oh he god. would have the kids come and play in front of me. So I wouldn't have to move. Oh, this is how old you? Uh, I think I was about it's probably about seven or eight. But that's oh. not. Uh, yeah, good time. She that's probably messed up her hymen. I you thought she broke her hymen, hymen yeah. for sure. Well, you yeah. might have yeah. helped it out. You might have made your hymen. hymen. Yeah, that was more than breaking your hymen. <laughs> yeah, you know, I only had a little bit of blood. <laughs> I didn't have to sit up. But we got it. I broke her hymen. You know, after we fake had sex and I thought we like you know we we thought we had sex and we didn't. We we stopped talking. He stopped talking to me for whatever reason. And then I called him like I'm pregnant. I wasn't pregnant. 
You told him, did you tell me you lose it? Because that happened to me too. Somebody told me I was pregnant before. Did and you tell him you lost it? No, nah, he knew I wasn't what? pregnant. Oh. He didn't oh, put it in. Baby, Gigi. Somebody told you they lost the baby? Yeah, man. That's awful. How do you know it wasn't true? I just didn't believe it from jump. Yeah, it was probably a lie. It probably was a lie. I didn't she believe it, so I was attached, but I wasn't attached. And then when you ain't giving it a question, she was like, all right, I lost it. I ain't in there. There's no yeah, way. and then I was it, and it was just like. What did you come you know, inside her? That girls used to do that abortion swindle all the time. You know, God, if they was pregnant, they get little four hundred dollars out of it. Oh, I did know a couple. Yeah, the condom on. He said, "That's it." I think that's you why. You know what? I think that's why for the rest of my life I was always paranoid, even with condoms. Mm-hmm. It's always because I remember she and told me she happen. was pregnant. Wait, you're that guy that a pull out even that's with right. a condom on? Nah, I not when it's on. I know a guy. No, I know a guy that's so terrified. But I feel like that. I'm the person after like. Even if he's wearing a condom, he'll still pull out. You know what I'm saying? After when you said younger, you felt like you felt bad about it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I, after I just be paranoid. Like, oh shit. She she said she has twins. I guarantee it. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, like like, when I lost my virginity, like I was with the guy. He was more experienced (laughs) than me. And um, I didn't like him anymore after. Mm-hmm. It was weird because like I didn't like it. It just wasn't. Like, That's how I was. It wasn't I told for you me. I had sex once. Yeah, we and broke then I up. was like, I'm not doing this. This Mm-mm. is whack. I was cool. He started like being weird and like popping up to my house and like leaving teddy bears at my door because like I wouldn't answer yeah, his like phone calls. Like I just felt disgusted. I don't know what it was, but I did not like him no more. He couldn't touch me. Nothing. I was like, stay the fuck away from me. And See, I like, had dated. He lived around the corner from me. I dated him for like three years. And so he would always try to have sex with me. And I'd be like, no, no, no. Right before he was about to put it in, I'd be like, I changed my mind. I can't do it. Oh, you was a tease. I just was nervous. <laughs> I wanted, yeah. So then one day he just put it in anyway. <gasps> that oh, that's rape. What's his name? What's his name? What's the limit of statue of limitations? Well, he's no longer alive. Oh, Oh, never mind. Damn, you just turned this. You got him shot? (laughs) No, he died in like a motorcycle accident or something. But anyway, yeah, so I know. And I found out on Facebook. But anyway, so I would be like, no, 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 don't do it. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do it. No, 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 don't do it. And then. This one day, he just put it in. Give me that puss. And it was oh. mad quick, and it was over. And I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah, it was yeah. so bad. Have I was like, this uh, is awful. What, what? He got a question. All right. Have you... Oh, this is Come on, go, go. We're here. Here, excited. I'm excited. from Compton. I know, but it's like... <laughs> and it's happened in Compton, right in yes. the heart. Right in the heart. I just remember a first-time situation, and... It was a first time situation, right? And uh oh, <laughs> come on happened? with it, come on with it. I'm dying. We it better be juicy after this like, long it dramatic was, pause. It was, it was too juicy. That's my point. That's, okay, okay, let's go, let's go. It was too juicy. I got up at the end of the evening, turned on the light, and it was blood. Oh, that kind of crime scene. No. Oh my gosh. It but wait, 
wait, she was a virgin. Wait, wait, she was a virgin. It was a, it was her first time. Her period. Or you guys it was her period, or it no, was, it was wait, she a virgin? Said first time. What's going on? Oh, she was a virgin. First time. So give me the. She was a virgin. So he made her. So give me the give me the normal. No, like for me, when I lost my virginity, when I lost my virginity, everybody's different. When I lost my virginity, we've spoken about this before. I had an experience like. Erica's. I had a guy who loved me a lot. He was very gentle and encouraging. It didn't hurt. It was it was good. It was nice. I really mm-hmm. liked it. But then Angela got raped her first time. And she <laughs> blessed. I didn't believe my you first know? time, but I think it's because Everybody's I was about to get into my life, and I think that I had already stretched my shit out. So but it was not good for three no years. I don't know. <laughs> But everybody, you were a dan- Gigi's a dancer, so she yeah. probably been broke her hymen. That's what I just you, said. Gigi? Did you bleed? But I didn't you, bleed. I, I don't, wait a minute. That doesn't sound like, like hymen that. blood. That sounds like it's yeah. period. That's yeah. Yeah. She probably did. She not. You think that was a first No, no, no. But listen, no. I have, I have a girl. My one, my best friend. She lost her virginity. Maybe that was a lie. She lost her virginity to an older man, and he was very well endowed. That's how you say it. Yeah. And um. And come look at you like. And she said that. What you packing she down bled there? I mean, so bad they had to buy a new mattress. Like she oh. bled. Oh my crazy. god, they had to buy a new mattress. Who paid for that? Like she bled so like bad, like the way you said. Like, that's what I'm saying. So and and, and her, I, I this show was supposed to curse. She's my best friend. She's my best friend. We've never got this far with the blood and stuff. Like I've never been like this before. I'm telling you. She said we're supposed to be encouraging women to have Let's change gears for a second. Erica, do you use lingerie in the bedroom? Lingerie. You want to talk about lingerie and blood? Yeah, no, no. Forget the blood. No more blood. No more blood. Let's go to the lingerie. Please. Because we were having a discussion Uh, about lingerie and when do you pull out the lingerie and use it. So do you ever? Yes. Yes. I believe that men are very visual creatures Mm -hmm. and I think that you present them something, uh, you know, tantalizing and it makes me feel good to do it if my stomach's not sticking out too much. You gotta fast for that lingerie that night, honey. I gotta take you two days to put this shit on. But you guys pay attention. Eric, you guys pay attention to that because I know we're very self-conscious about how we look. But does it matter to y'all really? You know, is it a pussy attached? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think it matters because mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're not bleeding. I'm not. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but not. again, I feel like again, I think, this I think, is I think it maybe it help. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like I maybe less like, of a percentage than, than y'all think. No, you know I'm I feel like if we over there. It's probably you know you gotta still factor in chemistry vibe. You gotta you know all that too. I feel like guys don't care about lingerie until they care about lingerie. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. everything is normal, everything is fine. But wait, why? Why don't you wear lingerie for me? Now I want you to wear lingerie. You know I what never I mean? wear lingerie. And That's I what I either. Wear. I just go straight to being nude. Why are you buying it if you're not wearing it? I don't buy she it. She doesn't buy it. She says she don't. Somebody wear gives it. it I don't even wear underwear. The lingerie, so lingerie ain't lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. drops I, it off. I, mean, I never wear it. Who's buying it? For I only you? wear bras because I have to. My boyfriend. So. I feel like it's why a little awkward. Like what time do you respect in public? The current and the because I don't need it. My current boyfriend. 
<laughs> the guy I've been dating for it's a, a while, bathroom, like right when I first it. got with him, right I want to get back to that. Okay, don't you go anywhere. Like, like I, I had said, <laughs> wait, I said, when do you decide to put it on? And he's commenting on it. Like, this is how at what this time how do you be like, all right, lingerie time, and then you run in the well, bathroom? If, I mean, I it's like a multiple. Just, it's a multiple number. I feel like I'm getting into it. No, I think it's kind of fire when you wear the lingerie under your regular clothes, and then okay, you know, you start fucking, and it's like, oh, what is that? Okay, so and then it becomes like a present like oh okay. okay and then that goes off to that's really different. fast but you know when people be like I'm gonna go put something sexy no I think it's like a, Listen, I think it's like when a, I go slip into something more comfortable I'm gonna go put on some shoes uh, and I'm still naked know, I don't do that either <laughs> no let me tell I'm you when I first when I first got with the guy that I'm dating now he um he used to get excited when I would come and I would be wearing a pair of pants with no panties on he would get so excited and that didn't chafe <laughs> listen, listen. He didn't understand the sacrifice. No, no. Listen, the yeast infection. So you know, later on in the relationship, you know, I just felt like moving on and wearing panties more Absolutely. often. Like I didn't care if it excited him anymore. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. right? And Gigi doesn't wear a panty. No. <laughs> But so, Gigi. More than I wanted to know. So, <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, no, I have juices. No, so, so I wear panties. No, but and now I wear panty No, but now now I wear panties and he's even more excited about it. Like he, I like panties. He, he I like likes panties it. Too. Like when I'm when I'm not wearing panties, like if I'm wearing a pair of tights with no panties and I go to him, he's like, Why are you not wearing panties? You know, when before it was like, Oh, you're not wearing panties. I would hate for my man but, to not be wearing his panties. But now, when I, now when I show up, no it's like he's looking and he's looking in to see what Tell panties I'm wearing. That Eric, day. are you wearing panties? Definitely. Boxes or briefs? Yeah, always, always. Boxer uh, briefs. Boxer boxer briefs. briefs. I yeah, know, he like, looks like a boxer. boxer but what? And what? Boxer. When do <laughs> you so not wear panties? Maybe when I'm doing yoga. Okay. You just let down with dogs. Okay. We just learned that Eric okay. does yoga. He yoga. likes to let it swing no when he's down with a dog. <laughs> Swinging down with dogs. Eric swing. Swinging Richard. Namaste. I like to be free. Namaste. Now I'm going to stay. I don't want to feel calm. Namaste. No, now I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Now I'm going to stay. I like to be comfortable, but normally, you know, I'm, it's, it's always, it's definitely, you know. I hope you're not, not wearing shorts. You're not going like, to catch me. Yeah, balls. there's all sorts of stuff falling out. definitely is. The balls yeah, fall on the mat. I definitely want but, my mat behind you. <laughs> no. I'll have a crook in my and neck the whole time. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and for women, I feel like, uh, yeah, definitely have them on. Isn't it awkward though to <laughs> no, not get them? To not wear underwear because for guys, I feel like your balls be stuck Why? to like your thighs and stuff. If you don't, yeah, that wings, right? Oh, you talking about the other ones? The, t- the you know, like if you don't have on underwear, your balls so they don't stick to your thigh. Oh, see, I don't. That's your what I'm ball. saying. That's uncomfortable. Then a whole day when you zipping up your pants, you're like, <coughs> you know. You gotta be careful, right? Yeah, yeah you gotta get your oh, ball stuck in the zipper. What movie was that? American that happened Pie, to my dad. American something, Pie. yeah, he zipped his shit up. That's in again. That's a second. Um, something, something about, about Mary. Something about Mary. Mary. That's, that's two. Okay. That's two. Yeah, but that's imagine crazy, zipping that's your real. dick up. You gotta, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. Something about Mary was a really great movie. Oh, I really like that. Crazy. 
<laughs> I don't even want a chance. Damn. Now for Eric and Erica, you guys both. Now Erica, you were married to a man who's uh, creative. Yes. And Eric, you are also married to a woman who's creative. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's my friend Lamaya. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, do you think you could be with somebody that was like completely the opposite from you? Ah uh, man, I've tried everything. So where we want to go with it? <laughs> because um, you know, being with a woman that isn't in it. It's tough for them to understand mm-hmm. what it is. With Lamaya, she had so much experience and she kind of just encouraged me. You know, she encourages me like, go, go, go even more than I want to. I'm naturally trying to be home because I have a family. I got a little son that's three years old, so I don't want to spend a second away from him. You know, but when it's time to work and I'm like, ah, I got to go again, I got to go. She's like, just go live your best life, have fun, you know, because you never know. You know what I mean? Like the moment could be gone, you know, so just enjoy it. And, you know, because for her, she's like, I did it and I'm not doing it anymore. So just live. She pushes me and encourages me with it. So she, it works and for she her. she understands nice. it. But yeah, a lot. Yeah, she that. understands it completely, you know, and for the girls that don't get it. Oh, man, it's just tough. It's like. They thinking negative all the time. They thinking so much is going down at the studio. They thinking, you know, it's strippers. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, girls, though, just girls sometimes. be thinking they the do, worst. They do be, they do be some strippers. Yeah, 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 do. Okay, yeah. I see. So it has been, but so, no, nah, but. To just to just have somebody that understands is just totally different than right. because then you got to deal with the nagging and the arguments, which probably is going in the relationship at yeah. some point anyway. Now, Erica, what about you? You were married for how long? Almost 20 years. Almost wow. 20 years. Yeah. You recently got divorced. Well, yes, I'm in the process of divorcing. It's, it, it's uh, probably one of the things that's been very difficult for me. Right. Yeah. But I do feel like you've been going really hard because you have your own production company, media company that's that right. you're launching. That's right. And he's also still my creative partner on the comic book Concrete Park. I mean, he just didn't get along. Mm-hmm. I tell people it's very simple. We just didn't get along and we hadn't ever really gotten along as well as we needed to to create a relationship Mm -hmm. and one of the things we were talking about about understanding is there's a certain understanding around people who are artists or let's say free spirits Mm -hmm. I think free spirits meaning entrepreneurs who are sort of ordering the world in the way that they're hoping and shaping their, uh, you could say, brand or their goals to be, you kind of have to, you're not in a rigid system. Mm -hmm. So often their schedules are bizarre and their alliances and their friends seem, you know, could seem shady to you, but you're flying blind and you need somebody who understands that most artists really who are successful at all have great discipline Mm -hmm. they have great work ethic Mm -hmm. and they are moving towards something in a way that's zigzaggy but it doesn't mean that there's anything inauthentic to it or wrong or oh you have to watch out for that person there's a lot of distrust that comes from people who are used to rigid systems where they go in nine to five and then they shut off at the end but that's not an artist an artist is thinking probably about that lyric and that song right then there and they need to let me call that person Mm -hmm. and you're sort of signing up for that Mm -hmm. not sort of you and you are signing up for that Mm -hmm. so I think what happens is you're trying to find people who don't see themselves inside of your career as being um um uh, like less than right and they can they they have enough strength inside themselves to see that if anything you're running very hard towards something that you, you can never hit you're like going like this mm-hmm. and running as fast as you can mm-hmm. and as long as you can before you burn out and I think that that takes tremendous courage for a person to enter a relationship like that and I don't know if it's a, a thing about creativity um, because I think that 
artists need to be around people who are creative. But if you're in the financial system, you can be creative. Right. You can be somebody that's open to whimsy or, uh, you know, destiny. But you have to also most again, people like David Bowie and all these people, they are business people. Mm -hmm. They're doing business. And sometimes with huge companies and people's um, whole lives uh, leveraged against whether they do good or bad. That show must do good because it's got 20 people. It's feeding. So I, I, I think that when people understand that and they don't see you as, well, you know, you're doing this and this, that's not a joke just because I don't work at the post office mm. and you don't get it. But if they get it, then they fall. And when I say fall in line, meaning they know their place. And when I say their place is at, at the top as a priority, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily in something that fits within the realm of um, uh, something that's like stamped out in a pattern. Mm. You know, it's interesting. You said you guys were together for 20 years, but never really got along like that. Yeah. So how did it last that long? Res- I Well, I told you I was had a religious background. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a loyalist. Mm. Um, mm. I'm, I have great loyalty. And I think that once I'm a friend, I'm usually a friend forever. But I also never saw it. My parents weren't made for each other. They were both orphans. And they made it up in front of each other. But I didn't see them happy. Not, not in the way that's that... That's what you do relationships no, were. Normal. Yeah, I thought that you struggled. And then I realized that you were supposed to... take talking about the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of happiness extends to your relationships and what you allow. Absolutely. And why are you supposed to be arguing over small things all the time to the point that you're in breakdown and then you're only happy among when there's a lot of people in the room and you're not really relating to each other. Mm-hmm. We can do business because we greatly respected each other and, and I respected his mind and his creativity and his and his skills. And, and I think, I don't think, I know that. I mean, I, I really love the man. But if you're not really getting along, then you're not able to be intimate. Right. You're not able to love the way you need to. And an artist needs to be loved. But more mm. importantly, they have to be able to love. Right. There's a great need to extend the love mm. so you can have something to feed you. Mm. And if you don't, then you're lonely. I hear so many stories about people wow. who are in relationships. Oh, There's amen. no that intimacy. Was amen, girl. That was deep. For the people I in the back. I don't want to. That was so. That, that was that deep. was too much gin and juice. Artists, you know, love. I never talked about that. Was so. No, I appreciate you being so open about it. Well, I was embarrassed about it for a long time. That was good. That was good. What can I do? No, and you know what? When um, it's a blessing, like you said, to find someone who gets it, who 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 gets it when you're working in this business. But and you would expect that when you meet someone who's working in the same business as you, that they would get it. But a lot of times you can people I date guys in entertainment and they don't understand my the way I work. Like they don't understand it. Like if I have to go host a party, I'm a prostitute a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? And it's like any I feel like you should know the game. You know what I'm doing. You you know exactly what is what's going on. I just don't understand. Like that's that's a blessing to have somebody who gets it. I think yeah. that's the only that's the only I hope thing. you dump them. I hope so too. <laughs> Okay. I just hope God God sends me somebody who understands and who loves me for, for everything that I am, for everything I'll bring you to the table. certainly deserve it. Yeah. Did you a prize? 100%. Thanks, guys. Yeah. This is true, really though. sweet. Mm-hmm. I love this conversation. Yeah, that's awesome. positive. We have you ever you regretted uh, telling somebody something yeah. and wish you, you wouldn't have told them that? Like, you know how sometimes we share with somebody and you're like, damn, I shared too much. I shouldn't have said all that. Right now. 
I yeah. wish I had not had that gin and juice. Nah. See, Gigi, I get it now. This is a, this is a room of Amazon. <laughs> I'm not really here. I'm in, you know underneath mermaid spell. Mm-hmm. So I did what I could. But amazing. You, <laughs> you know, you I amazing. used to be. I used to be the most closed-in person of all times. You know, um, my music was my only outlet you know if I felt the way about something it was hard for me to articulate it or get the message across without putting it in a song you know so that's why I think I released so much music early on in my career and even till now because I just it's easy for me to write it you know but as of lately it's been a just a shift you know in my life to where I just feel like the more I talk the better the more I can get off my chest the better so you know I kind of regret not feeling this sooner you know so for me I'm just like trying to explode anytime it's like yo let's do an interview they're like we only gonna you know we'll make sure to keep it under the tent I'll be like I ain't got nothing I ain't tripping you know just because I'm just feeling so much liberation from opening up, you know, I've been having so much bottled in. For me, it's, it's a new thing to just kind of let it all out. How is opening up for you today, Erica? Mm-hmm. It's a rough ride. <laughs> I, I worry about it, and only because that, you know, it's not it's not that I I I, I, I like him. It takes a certain type of bravery to mm. f- hope that people understand you past your words, because sometimes <clears throat> they can come out so clumsy. And it's not Mm. what I meant to say, or Mm. I don't want to hurt anybody Mm. that I'm talking about Mm -hmm. because I have not only great respect, but I also want to protect their privacy and how they're seen in the world. And I haven't spent my life talking about myself at all. Nobody wanted to know and nobody asked. And um, I guess ultimately I was fine with it. But this is a different generation. You guys are a different generation, all of you. But you got to love the fact that people care so much about what you have to say. Really? Yes. (laughs) They do. Good luck. But Every you time you really say well. something, it's like yeah, like you. Speak, yeah, I love the way you articulate you speak yourself. Well, I can and then you're to you funny, so it's like yeah, a, it's like a double. Yeah. Yeah. You that's remind kinda, me of somebody. The, like, <laughs> the best part about it is that we can tell it's so genuine. It's just mm-hmm. who you are, how you are. You know, and I'll she like, don't be doing this shit, okay? Lip right. service, so just not keep all. And I didn't know what I'm saying, but you know what? She was so lovely, and um. Angela, don't play me. Don't <laughs> try to play me. Thank you, L'Oreal. It's not interesting. And she was so loving. I told her, I said, I was, I worried about my appearance. I didn't want to seem boring or inauthentic. I spent my life in Arizona mm-hmm. and then came to Philadelphia and was in, I love Philly, but I was country girl. Why you talk so proper and all that. And I didn't feel like that was the case at all, but I felt like an outsider inside a place where I should feel like an insider finally around black people. Mm-hmm. And then you get uh, to be an insider because somebody says, oh, you can act. And then you're pulled out again and isolated. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, I think people who are in the line, like you can understand that you, that being called forward is sometimes the best and worst thing that could ever happen to you. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're, all called for to, call, to talk about things that you've been told your whole life as an artist and not just recently it's been thing to talk about your but that they shouldn't listen to they shouldn't know about you they should know about your characters they should know about uh, the, the actresses don't even have an opinion politically mm. and then we're in a time where if you don't speak up now right. it could be the life and death of the world right and we're talking about ourselves and letting people to know that we're real people and that we're real businesses. And mm-hmm. this is not something that's a character, that I am a real person and that, you know, you should know me a little bit more. But does it offend the people who want to see me in a fantasy way, who kind of like that I'm a little off, you know, mm-hmm. the radar? Right. Well, my, 
I don't mean any harm. I'm just trying to be who I need to be for you right yeah, now. But people need yeah. to also understand that <laughs> you aren't your character. No, that's like you, know, I'm, you aren't I'm, any of your characters. You are Erica. You're not cousin Pam. You're not making. Yeah. And Will Smith you know? was. Will Smith just came on and said the same thing. Like he came from a time where um, celebrities it, they needed to have that mystery. It mm-hmm. they they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't voice yeah they couldn't voice their opinions. It was very important for them to be private. That's what made them big stars because mm-hmm. nobody knew what was going nobody on. We live in a different yeah. time. Yeah, he and he said now he's on social media and it's just like a whole new world. Amazing. Mm-hmm. He right? loves it. Yeah, yeah, and everyone loves him on there. Nah, he's he's really funny on there. Now let like, me ask y'all something. Do you think that you guys were better at having sex when you were in your early twenties or now? Right now, I think I'm better now. Gigi's yeah. better now. I, think I would now. say that. Um, well, you ain't wearing panties. So. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell y'all why I don't wear now. panties. I'm gonna tell y'all why I don't wear panties. <laughs> panties are underpants, right? They're undergarments. <laughs> I was a stripper for most of my adult life, and my underpants were my pants. So now I don't want to wear them underpants. Mm. Like, you know, over. overpants. Yeah, over putting them I'm over underpants. You're over under your pants. Yeah. <laughs> like, from, and, and it's the elastic that goes um, in between your inner thigh, um, in between, you know, on the outsides of your vagina area. It irritates me um, under clothes. Yeah. So I just don't like to wear them. And it's been so long of me not wearing them that when I have to wear them monthly, it's kind of annoying. Monthly. But I know that I have to wear them. Monthly. Uh, monthly. Mm-hmm. I have to wear we them. We know right. what that right. part of the month mm-hmm. is for. And then and then when I don't have to wear them, I don't so like to wear them. Now, if, I'm, if I have on a dress yeah, you should. or a short skirt, <laughs> then I, you know, I'll wear them because I'm not just going to expose my vagina to the elements. But tights, jeans, sweatpants, I today, feel like wearing I just don't wear them. I feel like wearing panties keeps me like really fresh and dry all day. Yeah, I, 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 have, nice I have a remedy for that too. Good. What's that? Oh, yeah, we deodorant. Wet wipes. <laughs> oh, do you, do you put deodorant yeah. on your badge? No, 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 no. I, I put deodorant like, on my inner what? thighs and in my butt crack. Wow. And your butt crack? My butt crack. I put deodorant on my butt crack. Because you can't thighs. use talcum powder anymore. You get cancer. No, yeah, yeah you yeah. die. <laughs> it keeps you sh- it keeps you fresh and dry. That's an old stripper trick also. But, okay. but you know, getting back to the question that you asked, I do feel like I'm better at sex now because the same shit I knew when I was 20, I know that shit still. I know new shit now. You get what I'm saying? So you got to combine. Yeah, you the, learn from experience. Yes, experience. That's I, why feel I feel like, like the I'm older better. the better. Like I probably was more wild thing. when I was younger though. See, no, not me. I, I actually feel like wild. the older I get, the better I get. Mm. With the no, person Angela, that I'm comfortable with. I gotta with. agree with you. I feel like when I was younger, I was more wild. I could take a slap, bite, a kick. Now, Jesus, not a king, not a king, not a king, a bop on the head, kick you with my really love to kick you, kick you with my third leg. No, but I feel like I feel like I used to like it a little rougher when I was a kid, and now um now I'm a little older, and I'm like chill, baby. I probably used to have like fucked up before when I was younger, because then you can't you gotta watch your face; they might hit you too hard. Yeah, I like. I mean, I still like. I still like the. I, I still like the passion, you know, like I still like that that passion and, um, you know, make obsessed when you're like, oh, you're you've been so bad and you're a bad girl. I like that. I still like that, you know, but <laughs> not too long ago I was drunk. And, you know, you guys know I like a little slap here and there mm-hmm. sometimes a little choke. 
Yeah, and I, we was having sex, and 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 then and the nigga choked me so hard. I was like, "Excuse me, this guy choked me, me so hard." I was like, "Excuse me." I was like, "Sir, oh. like, nah. took it past the limit." And I was drunk and everything, and I was like, "You know what?" I took his hand off of my throat, and he's <laughs> laughing, and I'm like, "You know what? You're doing." too much right you're doing, like, the, you're doing the most yeah. and he's like you know you like that and I'm like I'm tired I don't play with let's, that choking shit like, because let's, that's let's the problem forward. you go too far sometimes no like, I'm telling you it, that, it, that's how it's, uh, sorry that has happened you know, to me I think I think I'm a little I think I'm a little more of a square <laughs> now man right no that's the thing no, that you end up dead by mistake because they got into it and they come in I was watching this I was watching this movie like she don't get choked, smacked, and nothing. She's Absolutely like, what is not. all this? No, she, I, I, think, um, I think she should choke someone. I have authorized. Ain't nobody choking me. You I should just, choke someone, though. I think y'all enjoy it. Yes, right you know, his name is Trump. I didn't happen. No, I just feel like um, when I was younger, I could take a little more pain. Now I'm like, I'm kind of rusty, right. man. I'm kind of Like, rusty. I want to feel I'm good, I want to feel good. Like, make me single. Don't make me, you know, twitch. I'm not going to say. Twitch. I want to tingle. I'm uh-huh. not going to say every night you need the well and go crazy and all that. But on the nights when I have to bring that out, I can bring it out. Bring it out. Like you can be passionate and do all that too. But like I said, that same, I didn't learn more tricks from 20 to today from when I was 20 years yeah, that's old. That's tricks. what I think. I think the experience is I just talked gonna, about one of them. Y'all done blew me up. It's educate you. And people yeah, no, I'm like, I honestly bitch, think suck a dick in the back. No, but I honestly think, um, <laughs> I honestly think having... Did you get her ginger juice? I have never I sucked dick from the I have never done that either. And it's very rare that y'all hear me say I have never did something sexual on this show because y'all know I tried this about it. I tell you I have so many DMs that's like, girl, you just put me on. I was like, damn, y'all make Erica, me she's crazy. the only one in here. Eric, that's she's the only the one L'Oreal that sucks dick from the back. Yeah, that's the Not all the time. Don't say it like this all the time. The only one that has I done do it. variations of dick sucking position. It's gotta be big. I'm trying to it do the be, visual. It has to be big. Right there. It has to be able to, to bend it gotta back. Be long to, wow. Yeah, he got to be on his stomach. I don't know. Legs gotta be open a little bit. He's cold. No more drinks for Eric. No, but I'm going to get the tip. Look, I don't know that's, what, that's why no, it's gotta be big. Like, if you no only get in a tip, it's not big Eric, enough. Seriously. The bartender is cutting Erica off. That <laughs> yeah. sounds fabulous. Please cut me off. I did. And I don't understand what's going on. No, no but I feel like um, I feel like as I've gotten it, older. But the thing is, okay. when see? Oh, that means he got so he did it. But the thing is, when it's bent backwards like that, though. Girl, I want to hear about this. I asked what I'm thinking. So it's like, how is it? Yeah. How is I mean, it? It's yeah. not that great. It's not that great. It's just you gotta look past the bent back part. You only, That's it, you it, only, you different. only like, you only like, lean back. You like, you like, you're enjoying it because it's never happened. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh what's like, this going on? on? So that and if you that outweighs the strength. Yeah. You, no, I'm not gonna oh lie. Gosh. It takes a little bit of talent because you got to figure out how to do it right. Because remember, it's on the right. You just got to do it right. Yeah. Don't yes, make yes. them uncomfortable. You well, maybe you can take yeah. a dick like, and turn butt. around. No. <laughs> she said she gonna put somebody dick in their own butt. Did you just no. say that? <laughs> it don't work like that. No. Okay, Negative. No. You got a neo curve like he was talking about. Oh my God. Erica, do you have any tips for us? <laughs> She's like, not no more. Look both ways before you cross the street. We took the left turn on I know that's right. 
I'm waiting for a tear from Eric. <laughs> we should have asked that first. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Right. And, well, so I don't understand how a dick can roll back here <laughs> and do all that. You know, I don't know if that's create. I mean, you know, you know, uh, you know the, the man don't sound like he deserve all that. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. What did he do to deserve wow. all that? It is what that's it is. True. I don't know anybody wow. who can do that kind of trick. <laughs> It works when they, Maybe Jimon you know, Hunts. I don't understand it, but whatever. <laughs> Eric, more if, if let's hear from you. The back strain. What's the What's the question? We off the back strain. I don't know either. Where No, any tips? What's the derivative? Oh yeah, the tips. Oh, the tips. Erica's clutching her pearls right now. Yeah. The tips. That means. Do I have tips? She's clutching her No, I don't have any tips. I wish I did. Here's a tip. He said he got one. Two words. More head. Morning more head. head. More what? More head. Oh, I thought he said morning head. More head. More God head. bless you. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that tip is already given. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it just, given. the thing is, it does so much. Listen. It's like you relax. We going to give y'all guys that same tip. Oh, that's real. Because it does so much. There you go. Can respect the box. Are you reciprocating that more head? Is more head goes for you too. Okay, it's a give and take. All right, it's nowhere near a double. But what would you rather do? Don't have fear of a black vagina. What? Ooh. What you say? All I heard was black vagina. Black vagina. <laughs> what did you say? Black vagina. I said fear of a black vagina. <laughs> oh, exactly. fear of a black vagina. No fear. No fear. I'm definitely a person More that's head. like, yeah, I'm a romantic, so it's like. Let's go crazy. Is it the same time? Do you like to do the same time? The same like time is fun for a second. I'm not a big 69 person. I want to focus on what I'm assuming. I'll be quitting. And I want to focus on what I'm doing. 69 is overrated. It is. Super if we overrated. do a 69, you're definitely going to be the one on I like the to only sure. time I enjoy 69 yeah. is when my tongue stop. is somewhere. They call, that a, um, they call that a 68 and I owe you one. She is. I'll I do that all the time. Like I'll start whatever, whatever. And then when I start feeling like it feel real good, Oh yeah, portion of the sixty nine is over now. It's just you. Yeah, I hate when it's yeah, like a, you when you gotta do it. Come there was a trick. There was a trick. I, I actually you do have a tip. I, I just realized. And this is real. This is real. And I'm telling you, this is the ghost of Christmas future talking at you. All right, no doubt. Stay in shape. Okay. Watch your diet because the truth is, it can affect your sex life. Right. Gas. All sorts of other things that come up. Yeah. No, that's real. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. No, mm-hmm. and when you eat, it affects understand. the way your vagina smells and tastes. Exactly. Taste, yes. And then people don't and hear the jizz, too. That's right. And the jizz. That's right. And if you don't want no funky out, spunk, they are usually much more receptive and much more aggressive yes. in a way that's very sexual. More stamina. When they don't, and it's more stamina. Yeah. Same with women. So I believe that it, it, when people start to think it's dying off, that they should get into an exercise program and start to think about what they eat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. That's a great that. tip. No I doubt. Juice oh, for life. Thank you, Jesus. Nice. If it's nice that and tight, I'm going to get right. Oh, oh, ooh. Oh, ooh. What song is that? What song is that? Notes from Compton. Notes from Compton. That's the name of the album. He said, if it's nice and tight, he's going to shoot him. Notes from Compton. Lick it right. Next song. Next record. Hello. God bless you. Erica, now that you're about to be single, are you dating? I am, I am, I yes, am. Yes, nice. man. Yeah, I appreciate I that. that too. Yeah, no, it's lovely. I mean, you know, it, it, look, I'm not necessarily good at it. I'm somebody hit on me, and it's you know, I'm immediately like, I'm the worst person to hit on. 
You Why? just not like what's your well, because I don't have any game. You know, guys, just you know, I don't even like to titter tat. You know, I, I as but but I, I I appreciate it, and I talk in a way that I think throws people because I'm a little sort of Aspergers. But it is what it is, and I mean that in a good way. Like you know, like. So um, it's it's a wonderful thing. Man. No, I feel like it's hard for me to date too. That's why I hate when I have a breakup and then I got to start dating again because I'm such a forward person. Like I don't like to beat around the bush. I don't really like, you know, the fake shit. So it's like, I don't believe anything you say already. And I only know you for five minutes. Guilty like, to proven innocent. You know what I mean? Just cut to the chase. Exactly. What, like, what are we going to do? What, what are, are we going to get married? No? no. Okay, bye. Is it a relief for you, Eric, like to not have to worry about stuff like that no more? Wow. He's been Such married a for relief. a minute. Yeah. yeah, it's been over three years now. And God bless. I'm telling you, I really, I think being with the right person is important. You know what I mean? Um, I forced a lot of relationships. Like, I just tried to keep working it out a lot of times. And it was just always tough. But now it's just no effort, you know? It's it's really good. We both respect each other. We both are attracted to each other. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I, we don't argue. And that has a lot to do with how much... Not one argument ever? We don't really argue. Like, we might talk, but... I. It's not much to argue about. That's right. That's no, but good. you know what? It's so important to hear something like that because uh, so many people think that when you're in a relationship, you have to argue. Like, right. that's what's normal. That's part of it. You know, and it's okay to have disagreements. You, you I can't yeah, yeah, agree with your friends, cool. you know, all the time. Like, you're, you're not supposed to agree with your lover all the time. Mm-hmm. But to have sick arguments all the time, like, that's just not normal. You know what? I really feel like part of being in a relationship is knowing how to effectively disagree. Because we all are going to disagree at some point, but how do you handle that? And that's how you can really tell how you feel about a person when you know how to disagree and be like, okay, we can disagree and we know how to make it happen so that we're not hating forward. each other and going yeah. crazy. And communicate. And I know it sounds so corny when people go, oh, communication is key. But the real truth is like when you open up and really get to the point where you could talk to the person that you're in a relationship with and you could be honest. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing more and nothing better than something like that where mm-hmm. you can really just be like, this is what I don't like. This is what I like. Or mm-hmm. I need you to do something like this instead of whatever, whatever. instead mm-hmm. of when you holding it in, you know what I mean? And that's when the arguments start because you really holding it in and you feel like, oh God, I hate this motherfucker because he always do. Aha. But you never say it. And then it builds up, and then that's when y'all start hating each other yeah, and stuff up. like that. Got to communicate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Erica, how do you like guys to approach you now? Can they be like forward? What do you want them to do? Like, how does somebody get your attention? Smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just be smart. Have read a newspaper. Uh, have you know? Be curious. Mm-hmm. Be uh, open. Don't be so rigid. Um, um, be um, animated. Don't worry about how you come off. You know what I mean? Life is too short. What if and they're a fan of yours? Is that weird? Huh? What if they're like a fan of yours? Like, well, I hope they are. Mm-hmm. Like they own a box DVD set. I hope they are fans. No, no, no. I, it's not. It's not like that at all. No, no, not at all. I meet plenty of people with no idea who I am. The thing is that it, I just think that I think that people present themselves through often many insecurities as opposed to the 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 the, the positive things about them. What people. What? Sorry, excuse me. Media can prime yourself, prime people to want to play this game or mm-hmm. present themselves as a false narrative of themselves, and just, just you know, or it's too much. 
Mm-hmm. You, you, you come in with everything at, at, at one time and then people don't get a chance to sort of just take you in and, and just, it's okay. It's all good. Before we get out of here, I just want you to plug your media company so people know what you have going on because oh. I know you guys are looking for projects right now. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I have a color, uh, it's called Color Farm Media mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people are talking about ins- inclusivity and what it is to be diverse and almost to ad nauseum to the point where people don't, it doesn't mean anything, but it really does. Representation matters. You talk about people saying they might've gone to law school because they saw a Max, mm-hmm. or um, even the fact that you see Max with the braids is because I saw Whoopi Goldberg do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't doing it inside of a vacuum. Representation matters because you look at Black Panther that is now 1.3 and has surpassed Titanic. Mm-hmm. And it matters that suddenly we're seen from Africa as kings and queens, mm-hmm. as opposed to, can you please spare a dime and help those poor Negroes across mm-hmm. the ocean who are dying in the sand and in the wind? Um, that changes how people see us. They will shoot down black men in the middle streets and, and hold hostage black women who are, the, by the way, as a population, are the most going into prisons nowadays uh, with no um, thought to the end game because they don't see us in their dreamscape. Mm-hmm. They don't see us being aspirational. But it you it you it you it you stop for a second and think. I'm shooting down um, T'Challa. You know, right, what I'm seriously, right, let's yeah. be real. And it matters because the whole time we've been have this narrative around 48 hours mm-hmm. and what we um, the the sort of lowest version of how you could see a human being as being problematic. So I think that Color Farm, going back to Color Farm Media, there's all these great voices, writers, uh, performers. People who see the world in a different way that have never had a bridge to what Hollywood, how Hollywood finances film and television. So like Def Jam and or Motown, there are people or corporations or places that should create a bridge. Mm-hmm. And so at Color Farm, we're looking for you. We're looking for people who who have something to say, who probably have something in the drawer that they thought nobody would pay attention because they didn't have the agent or they have the manager or the representation to get there. But now I think the world is looking for you. And if not, we're going to create a space. Right. But we're also doing it in a way that's innovative because there's all this sort of new technology with blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So we can go around um, uh, the white male filter that is still sort of rejecting or accepting a narrative, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, but it's still around their algorithm. Mm -hmm. And that's wrong. Black people have never been on anybody's algorithm. You Mm -hmm. would have never got Stevie Wonder, Diana Ross, or uh, Marvin Gaye if Barry Gordy hadn't created Motown. Mm -hmm. The same with the whole rap game. There's all these amazing, and by the way, not just talented people, world builders who literally re retrained our minds around music and created a different backbeat. But there was, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the whole music business sort of shifted. So that's what we're trying to be for the moving image. Mm-hmm. All right, good. So let's make sure everybody goes to colorfarmedia.com. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. And Eric, you have an album out right now. Yes. Just dropped the album. It's called Easy Call. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very sexy. Very he sexy. Loves our legs. Very sexy. The first song on the album is called Legs. So mm-hmm. that just gives you an idea. I wanted to try to do um, R&B that was the R&B that was missing. That people, yes. when people say, when people right. say R&B is dead, I want to write the album just for them. That's perfect. <laughs> just for them. So R&B lovers out there, it's 15 songs. It's all 
you know, original songs. And I think it's my best work yet. And I've done a lot of work that's good. Mm-hmm. And I really just feel like this is, it's like all the songs that, you know, I've worked on over the years and not put out because, you know, I felt like maybe I needed to be signed to a major label so they could be pushed the proper way. And I didn't want them to go over people's heads or, you know, just get missed under the radar. It's being like, so what? I love it. And I'm going to just put it out because the world needs it. Regardless if I get the gratification or not, it just needs to be out. Songs are really good. Give I just asked you who you were, your R&B heroes. I'm just asking. Give him, yeah, you know, it was Sorry. interesting. Today we was having a conversation talking about, like, top five R&B artists right before we came over here. And I just had to break it down into the artist albums mm-hmm. that I know, you know, because there's a lot of artists out there, but I have to go by the albums just because I'm a, you know, body of work type of guy. And, you know, people... Like, of course, Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. Brandy with Full Moon and Jagged Edge with J.E. Heartbreak. Mm, that was my and Jodeci, of course, of course. And, you know, Usher, Confessions, Tank, mm-hmm. Sex, Love, and Pain. Tank, Tank, that album. Yeah. <laughs> so this is my version of those, but in the way that it needs to be articulated into the new generation. Into today. Yeah, that's dope. And you're a fire writer because, like, you, you you write for everybody and have even my dad be loving the songs you write. My dad and I, he put me on to that Chris Brown song you wrote. He came to the crib. He was the first person that played it for us. My dad he was like, was you like, heard this song before? You talking about Fine China? Fine China. I knew you was, because yeah, that one like, is like... He's Chinese. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's why. I didn't think about that. That's kind of I figured just because that one is the most like, I love musical. I dad. He's you know, great. So I love him. Shout out like, to Pops. Shout out to Miss D. Yo, he put us on. I ain't, well, he put me on. She might have had already heard. That's dope. But he that's put me on. That's dope. Yeah, so yeah, man. Easy call out now. The single Goat is out. Video with Tiana Taylor and Wale. It's out. I appreciate you coming, go. Erica. He heard you were going to be here. He really wanted to come meet yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, childhood. That's what so I said. Much. I know you. Well, we, you know, we're locked in time, Eric and Erica. Exactly. You know, there's a conqueror name. Oh, yeah? Tell Absolutely. me a little bit about Protector what of their people. Uh, I like that. I never, yeah. I never knew that. Good luck with that. Thank He's you. the protector of something I, I, else. I don't pay attention to it at all. Hello. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thank you I'm so, so much. Glad. Thank, Thank you so much. You can take that gin and juice with you. That's yeah, for you. Well, like, you know, hello on hello. the subway. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine seeing Erica on the subway. No, nah, <laughs> every be, day. I would say something for sure. I'd be like, Salvi. <laughs> 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 No, it's nice. People just usually wink at me. Oh. All right, lift service, yeah. Erica Alexander and Eric Bellinger. 